0: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre sales to select campus events while supplies last make every tap music to your ears.
1: Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless.
3: guys welcome welcome once again it's your girl amara la negra and you're listening to exactly amara a production of iheart thank you so much for tuning in and obviously don't forget to give us those five stars that you always do with that being said by the way estoy un poquito ronca i'm a little bit sick (coughs) so my voice is a little deep so today things will be slightly different i wanted to just basically take you guys in a day in the life of me Amara La negra because i feel that a social media and just uh, people's imagination overall. I think that people assume or think that artists or influencers' lives uh, is, is I don't know, like a magical fantasy life where you just wake up and, you know, you have this big buffet in your house and you wake up in a silk robe and you drive your Ferrari. And, and it's like, that's not really realistic. Um, that's not necessarily the truth for all of us for some of us, whatever. So I just wanted to be open and just basically take you through a day of mine, especially now that things have changed for me as a mom. Um, things are way different now. I think it, one of the reasons why I'm still sick is because I haven't had time to rest. My girls take so much time. I love them so much, but they take so much of my time that finding that balance really is a challenge. And to make this conversation even more interesting, I want to invite... My producers, my friends, my buddies, my partners, slight co-hosts um, on this show, Arlene and my boy, Alex. What's good, y'all?
4: How are you guys doing today? I'm ready to hear all about your life, Amara, because we can hardly keep track, my friend. so many
1: Yeah, so many people, so many people have, have always written so many things to you on, on your social media pages. And I think it's good to kind of just like inform them exactly what you said. Uh, the glitz and the glamour doesn't come with a little bit of uh, dirt underneath your fingernails. Exactly, right? Exactly.
3: Exactly. And I think that it's important also to just I hope that today's podcast can be motivational to some of the people listening. But I just want to keep it honest. And I think that that's the reason why this is exactly Amara, where I am real, honest, authentic, transparent. And I'm just going to tell you what it is. You know, I do a little bit of everything. You got to especially these days as an artist, as an entertainer or whatever the case may be, you got to be able to do more than one thing. You can't just be like, "I'm a rapper, I'm a singer." No, you got to be able to do everything. And here we sing, we dance, we rap, we host, we we're authors, designers, you know, all types of entrepreneurs. You know, it's it's a little tough, but you got to do it these days.
1: Now you have two beautiful children, I mean, and that must obviously take a ginormous percentage of your day, time, and effort for sure. So, can you run for the audience a little bit of how your day starts, like? Are you the type of person that wakes up early? Do you like to work out? What is it that goes on? I mean, the kids keep you up on night, Emma, right? Like, enlighten us a little bit here for those who are listening in that are trying to really push themselves and need a little motivation.
3: For all the moms out there, you're doing a great fucking job, okay? If nobody's told you you're doing an amazing job, you're great. And you are a super, you're a super woman, honestly, I am learning to be that woman now, and it is definitely a challenge. I'm making it happen regardless. My girls don't sleep all through the night yet. I can't wait till that day comes. Um, but baby steps. And in my mind, I wish that I could work out. I work out in my mind, laying down in bed. Um, I promised myself that I would figure out a way to make time to work out every day. It's very difficult. Like if you really want to accomplish something, you'll figure out a way to make it happen. So I am going to, you know, try to put in those 30 minutes, 40 minutes, at least an hour a day for myself. How? I don't know, but I'm going to make it work. Um, I wake up in the morning. One is sleeping, one is up. Sometimes both of them are sleeping, changing diapers, you know, giving, preparing formula, preparing milk, giving it to them, getting on my phone. First thing on, yeah, I do in the morning is get Jeez. on my Instagram, you know, check out the little achievement what's happening, who said what. Da, 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 da. I, and here's one rule that I do for myself. This has helped me my whole life. I stopped doing it for a while because life can sometimes okay, get you, you know, out of track. But I always figure out a way right. how to do three things productive for my career. I should do it for my, for my health and for whatever. I always look for three things, whether it is to send a DM to someone important, a producer, a writer, an opportunity, seek for an audition, seek for three things, anything. It doesn't matter what it is. Even if it's to organize my schedule, write a song, listen to music, be productive. Three things daily that will add some type of value to my career. I always feel that it's important to move forward. Do something that's going to help you move forward. If you sit back down at the end of the day and realize that today was productive, but I really didn't do anything that's going to help me for the next day, that's going to help me get better, that's going to help me make some type of money, then you just wasted a day. Um so I always do that and whether it is that I am, you know, preparing for my podcast or getting ready to do uh the reality show or do a music video or right, go to the studio or whatever, I'm always doing something in that lane. And then on top of that, I also daily handle my real estate, whether it is preparing the next Airbnb, mm. whether it is something is broken, something needs to be fixed, paying, you know, payroll. Um all those things, you know, when you have several properties, you consistently have to be, you know, upgrading and fixing things. So that's another thing. Um it's 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 a lot, no te voy a mentir. I don't have yo see una gitana. You know when we're here, but I'm saying my life itself, I don't have like a 9 to 5. You wake up every day, you have that. I I don't have a schedule. My life rotates and changes daily. My girls have somewhat made me feel as if you have to create some type, some type of stability for them. So therefore for them, you know, I make sure that they have some type of stability, but me, I'm just all over the place.
1: Well, that's funny that you say that because you don't have a a nine to five. Right. You're, you're making a living for yourself. And as someone who has done that before and continues to do it in some type of form mm-hmm. and way outside of what I'm doing here, it's hard. It's hard because you got to make time for everything. Am I right, Arlene?
4: Yeah. And I was going to say that as somebody who wants to have kids one day, that scares the shit out of me. That scares the shit out of me because I'm already super busy with my career and with work. I can't even imagine what it would be like to juggle a child am I am working. I work from home, and so I, I've got you know I'm recording a podcast with Amaralaneira, and then aquí va a estar el niño right. llorando. I have to be like, can we pause, please, so that I can mm. like what what kind of advice? I don't even know. I'm scared. And not even what and, kind of advice would you tell? In my case, that? not one, but
3: two is like for someone who was raised by themselves with no siblings, not around any cousins or any kids like that. Um, And my mom, because it was just the two of us, she made me have to mature faster than I probably should have. You know, I was working and thinking of responsibilities and things like that. And like my mind was always goal-oriented and work-oriented and I have to superarme and become better and get older, like all those types of things. Um, Having kids now, it's definitely a challenge. I love to be challenged because it brings out the best of me. It, it, It changes my character into the best version of me. You know, I, I realize of how strong I am, how capable I am, how amazing I am, that I am able to administrate, handle all these things and do it by myself. Is it tiring? Yes. Does it warm me out? Yes. Do I not have the energy all the time? Yes. Do I still want to be young and feel free and go out and do, go to brunches and have mimosas and go to the club and do all these things? Yes. Can I do it? No. Does your life changes once you have kids? Yes. That's part of life. Our parents had to do it too. You know, um, that's just the way of life. But I feel like it's a sacrifice that I'm doing now. Eventually, once they get a little bit older, in my mind, as soon as they're like at least 10 years old, y'all's getting a job. I don't care. Period. Y'all's going to get a vending machine. (laughs) I'm going to help you get a vending machine and you're going to make, even if it's $300, $200, you're making some type of income for yourself. I want to teach you how to create, you know, money on your own so that you can be independent. Um, la otra, I don't know if you want to do... Whatever it is, I'm going to put your ass to work. Because one, I think is important, is, is important for them, it's important for me. And eventually they'll be able to help out. Right now they're little, y es un sacrificio. But I think that these days it's important to have your family no matter what.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
2: It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts,
3: For those that want to have children, amen. For those that don't want to have children because of the responsibility, I would suggest for you to, you know, reconsider it and think a little bit deeper because you're thinking like that now because you're young, full of life, and there's so much that you want to do now. But with time, you'll get older, you'll get tired, you'll slower, you know, you'll you'll slow down, and eventually, it's such a great feeling to know that these little people that you raised. These little people that you created, they're going to have your back. They're going to be right there with you. They'll be your support system. They're going to, you know, wash you and clean your ass um, when you can not do it yourself. Mm. So it's a sacrifice. But even the relationship that I have with my mom, those that know me know that my mom is my best friend. We're together all the time. i She's the light of my eyes. And I am there for her. You know, she doesn't have to work. She doesn't have to do anything. I'm right here for you because I know all the sacrifices that she did for me. So she knows she can count on me. But it would suck to get to your elderly years and know that you're by yourself. Because, yeah, you may have your nephews, but your nephews have their mother. You know, they have their father. They will be their priority. You're, you know, whenever they can make some time for you, they'll do that. But it's just amazing to know the love that your children have for you. That it's es, a beautiful feeling. And um, and I'm saying this with having, you know, like three hours of sleep. <laughs>
1: That's mm-hmm. that's that's the incredible part right where you have to put in the time I know uh for instance like people that are about to have kids that don't have a traditional 9 to 5 that are trying to work so th- that's some great advice to anyone who's listening right now. Let's uh roll it back yeah. a little bit here. You talked a little bit about your ventures in real estate and everything that's happening outside of the country right because that's where you are holding your uh your real estate right. ventures. How how is that how is that dynamic um living here, having to travel back and forth, how do you handle, are you staying there long-term? Do you come back? How hard has it been for you to open up this Airbnb business in in Originally,
3: because I was having a lot of somewhat free time, I moved to the Dominican Republic for a few months and that allowed me to get to know the market, get to do a couple of mistakes, you know, Um, because you will make mistakes, you will lose money, you will somewhat get robbed, We all go through it and you have to have big guts. You have to have big balls to get into the real estate, (laughs) you know, industry without necessarily knowing of it. You know, you have to take a gamble. You you have to be a risk taker. That's just what it is. This is like playing the lottery. Except that now I'm betting in, you know, cement and and I'm betting in real estate. I'm betting in houses and land and property. That's just basically what it is. Sometimes you're going to win real big. Sometimes you're going to lose a little bit. But those those moments that you lose become lessons and you learn from it. So it took me some time to be out there, to learn the system, to now understand that um, it's a great business. If tomorrow I were to lose everything, I know that I have equity and all these other different properties that I can sell it, flip it. And I will have some type of money somewhere, you know, instead of just having the money in the bank or investing it in. Business is good. But some businesses could do great today and go to hell tomorrow, but properties always go up. So um I am happy with the investments that I've done because like I've always said before, if you've heard my podcast before, I'm a big believer in generational wealth. I know that I am the only, um, you know, breadwinner. I am the only provider for my mother and my children. And if God were, you know, forbid something were to happen to me tomorrow, I know that I've somewhat... Um You know, giving them something, they have something to work yeah. with, unlike myself, coming from an immigrant mother, agradecida con mi madre, but without having that much you know education and knowledge on things, she didn't you know really uh, prepare me for tomorrow. She didn't really have anything besides giving me knowledge and you know preparing me as a person, but financially, no. so I just want to be able to do that for them, and, and the Dominican Republic just gave me different flexibilities that I don't have in the States. You still get your money in dollars. Um, you know, you pay your property taxes once. When you buy the property, then it's, you don't pay any more property taxes. And the property belongs to you. And there's just so many great benefits that I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it in my country. Um, it makes sense for me. I can Airbnb it. I have a company that handles it. And I'm just here, you know? And while I'm here, I'll work on
4: other things. I'm. how do you decide like what... You, you probably get a lot of business opportunities come your way. How do you, how are you deciding what you want to go into and what you, you maybe want to wait, wait on, or Mina, you don't want to, you no, pass on. I,
3: I I I do my best to do everything. At least when it comes to work for myself, right? There's a movie, there's a scene, there's a, this, there's a whatever, there's a radio, there's a show, there's a booking. I, I say yes to everything. Vamos, let's do it because I'm naturally a risk taker. You never know where your luck is. Dice mi mamá que la suerte está en la planta de los pies. Your luck is on the bottom of your feet. If you don't move, you will never know where your success, where, where your opportunities are at. Sometimes we can become complacent. So to me, it's like when an opportunity comes to me, I know that God has sent that my way. Why didn't he send it to somebody else? He sent it to me. So, okay, cool, let's try it. What's the worst that can happen? If it doesn't work, bueno. But when it comes to business itself, um It depends how much the money, you know, what type of money we're talking about. It depends how prepared you are and you have to believe in it. You know, it has to make sense to you. Some projects don't make sense to me. Some other ones don't make sense to me. It makes sense to somebody else. And then I see that somebody else was able to become successful with that same idea. It just wasn't meant for me directly. So I'm pretty open. I I like to try different things because you just never know. Um, At this moment, I'm not going to lie. I am looking to create another business as soon as I have an opportunity, something that instead of, for example, which I'm happy with my real estate, but my real estate is like a long-term, once it pays off, when my girls will be able to have that money, my grandchildren will be able to have that money, or if they want to sell it, they can flip it, get that money and reinvest it in another property and get more equity out of that. There's so many things that you can do with that, but I do want to have a business where I have daily income, a business that, that's basically I want to provide some type of customer service where I can create some type of daily income. Because we all know the entertainment industry is a gamble, is a roller coaster. Sometimes you're you're a hit, you're the hot thing in the town and sometimes you're not. And when you're not, the money goes down, the opportunities go down. So then what do you do then? I've seen so many artists and celebrities that have been so wealthy, so rich, they've blown that money up and then you see them in the streets. You see them working a regular job. You see that they don't have anything. I don't want to be that person. I've learned from those examples by watching. So I want to be able to, while I still have my momentum, while I'm still working, while I'm still young, create different sources of income, create different businesses that if something were to happen, we are still good.
1: You've given the audience a lot of knowledge and you've told a lot about, you know, the behind the scenes of what you're doing and how you're getting there. And obviously what you're looking for, for in the future, but how do you stay motivated and focus on these goals, especially during times of like rejection or setbacks? Like anytime, like you are putting a lot of time into something, and it just falls flat. How do you deal with that?
3: Um, well, because I'm naturally ambitious, it's hard for me to let go of things, and that's why I've always been a fixer. I can fix it. I will work ah. my way. I can fix this. Like it's a. It, it becomes then like a personal challenge. You know, like if somebody else could do it, why can't I? I can do this. I can fix it. And I will go at it and go at it and go at it and go till I annoy myself and I get it done. Um, And then it's just such a self-satisfaction to know, I did it. I freaking knew it. I did right. it. And I've had people be like, damn, I really didn't think you were going to be able to pull that off. And I'm like, you see, like, I know. So just having that personal challenge for yourself to know that you can is important. Um, Taking time to see where you're at now, where you came from is important. Looking back at like five years ago, where were you? What were you doing? You know, looking at how far you've come, that's important to keep you motivated into you can't go back into that space. You can't allow yourself because you've come so far. You got to keep pushing and you don't know what else is coming for your future. I never in my life when once I was sleeping in my car, I never thought that I would be the owner of so many you know, properties, I was, I didn't have where to sleep. Now I have too many places, you know, that I could barely you, can handle. Can you touch
1: on that? You were sleeping in your car. What, what, what? How yeah, did that Yeah, I was homeless at about? one
3: point and, you know, um, I, I didn't know too much about the, you know, the music industry. I allowed my emotions and my personal feelings to get mixed up with my business by being, you know, emotionally involved with the person that mm. was administrating and managing my career And one thing messed up, the other one, it was a domino effect. I ended up sleeping in my car for the, you know, for like three months, parked outside uh, McDonald's and Walmart's because they had, it was 24 hours and I felt safer, you know, there um, showering inside the Walmart's and the McDonald's with wipes and all those things. Like it was a really bad stage in my life. That trauma created the woman that I am today because I feel that the trauma of being homeless made me want to purchase as many properties as I could so that I would never have to be back in that space. So anytime I have an opportunity to invest in a property, in a business, in something, I do it. Um. So a veces lo que sucede conviene. Sometimes God, you know, makes you go through certain things to build your character and see what you're going to do with that challenge. So, you know, I'll be stressed out, but I'm never afraid of, damn, this is too hard. I'd be thinking more of like, how do I fix it? Like, what do I do now? Instead of like, you know, dwelling over spilled milk. Oh my God. No. What do I do now?
4: Right. You're not a dweller, Amara? You don't dwell? Because I dwell, I could, I'll think about one thing and I will dwell the shit out of that one thing. I'll dwell a little bit, but then I como
3: que me sacudo, como que I snap out of it. Like, okay, dale. So what do we do now? How do we fix the problem? Problem solution. What's the problem? How do I, I need to fix it. I can,
4: piensa, like, (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm a solution-oriented person. I, I do I dwell on things. I think most men, no?
4: They're more like fixers. Men like to- I, I do, things, but you know action. what's funny
1: is like, I, I'll sit like, you know, there's certain times I'll have a, a talk with someone or something. Like I'm the type of person that like, if I make one mistake, I felt like the whole entire, like if a domino decided to fall sideways instead of falling forwards, I felt like now everything else is mm. messed up, right? Now the whole line is messed up and I'll dwell on that. And it'll take me time for me to realize- it's OK to create that mistake because you're just going to get up and you you have the ability to continue moving forward and fixing things or continue to uh, find a solution to move forward, which that that's a great way to look at, it, especially but if then you're that's, homeless. But
3: then why are we so hard on ourselves? But then like that's that? why that mentality is important.
0: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
2: It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host.
3: It's okay, we all have different mechanisms. It's okay for it to dwell a little bit, but as long as you can get back on your feet and snap out of it, some people don't know how to do that. Some people will get stuck no, in right. that space, and then that's why I once met a very wealthy billionaire man um he's vice president of a country in Africa, and he wow. he he booked okay, me yeah, the me, time Mija. that's a long
4: story.
3: <laughs> He booked me out there and You know, he took me to his palace and his palace was full of gold and una cosa impresionante. I've never seen such a thing, nonetheless, here in the States. And then we traveled into different parts and, you know, the city. And then I saw there was a lot of poverty and I felt bad. And we were in his Rolls Royce, una película durisima. And I asked him, do you ever feel bad when you see the way that your people live? knowing that your house mm. is full of gold and the way that you live and the style that you have and everything else.
1: Wow, you asked him that, And huh? you know
3: what he told me? And that has always stuck with me. And ever since I see things differently, he said. Sometimes I do, but then I learned that we're not all meant to be rich. In order for there to be rich, there mm. has to be poor. In order for there to be a boss, there must wow. be employees. And once you think about things that way, it is true. Unfortunately." We're not all meant to be rich. We're not all meant to be successful. We're not all meant because then where is the balance of life? However, you can also see how some people that are born in the gutter in the in the worst conditions in life because of who they are in that fire that they have within themselves, you'll see that if they have to swim across a river, catch whatever it is to go to school, to learn because they have a vision of what they want to do because the consistency, the drive, the And then they become something out of themselves. Those are the people that are chosen to become successful. Things can be given to you. You have to work for it. You have to challenge yourself. That's just the way of life. So unfortunately, it seems good. It seems bad, but it's really up to you. You have to have that drive inside of you that's going to get you out of where you're at to become what you want to be. Nobody can put that in you except you.
1: That's so true. And this is why, you know, today we wanted to do this episode We've always pulled the curtain back a little bit on what you're doing, but we've never really exposed it as how you deal with from the beginning of your day to the middle of your day, to the challenges of real estate, to the challenges of having to stay on top of your game. Because if you don't work and if you don't try, or if you don't even take those challenges, like you just said, there is no money coming right. in. And that's um, scary. <laughs> and um, and it's, it's a very difficult thing.
4: As someone who's been in the business for as long as you have, Amara, how have you, how are you seeing the music industry changing? Because now you don't need to do the English crossover market. There's like this misconception that you got to change who you are in order to be successful. But there are some artists that are, you know, are super popular now and that are coming out with Spanish albums How are you processing all of it? The big changes. I think the
3: social media and the internet overall has expanded all these opportunities for so many artists, you know? Um, And I think that now the American audience is getting to really realize how big the Latino community is, how big we are, how influential we are worldwide. Like our music is impactful and we are able to create trends. You know, we, we are a thing. We've always been a thing. It's just that y'all realize it a little late. But we've always been here. And I think that once the American market realized that as well for the Latino community for a very long time, hitting the American market was the dream, was the goal, was the purpose. Um, and now that we see things switch, we see a lot of hip hop artists, you know, trying to get on and do featureings with Latino artists and all these other things. Or even say a couple of Spanish words here and there. It's like, oh, look at that. You know, you realize that we're here. And I just like to see that we're able to support each other musically. We're we're able to combine our music and our sound. And even for those that don't speak any Spanish, music is a universal language. You know, it's just a vibe. You may not understand, even if you were to put some music in, I don't know, some, some Indian music, some Asian music, we may not understand, but we, we feel the music. We know there's a vibe. We know what it is. So just being able to feel that, I think it's, it's, it's just an amazing thing to see, you know, how music has been able to bring us together somewhat. So I love it. I think that is great. And I also love to see how women are becoming empowered in the music industry, especially in the urban side of it. You know, there's a lot of urbanas um, really standing up for for themselves, for their culture, for their for their sound, for the community, their like overall their cultura. So, yeah, I think music is 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 getting bigger, is getting better. And I'm just great, you know, happy to be part of it.
1: Let's wrap it all up. Like if this was a vlog, a get ready with me vlog. How do we how do we Wind down and start, and then wind yes. back well, up. Right? Know, but how do we end the night? Um, for you?
3: honestly, I wish that I could say I just you know have a glass of wine and just you know watch Netflix and relax after a bubble bath. But it's a fucking lie. It's not true. Um, how do I I unwind? I unwind when I have certain opportunities. Probably when I'm driving or in the shower or whatever is my moment to disconnect. Um, I love to listen to like Sade or listen to some, you know, some type of or maybe even EDM music or something that's going to make me chill. But oh, if nice. not, one of my biggest ways to unwind and it's really not unwinding because my brain is still functioning at a thousand. There's this app called Motivate and I put on my Motivate yes. app and sometimes you need that boost. I need somebody to tell me how great I am, even though that I know it, but you need to have that that push. Como okay, vamos, dale. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you just need to like hear it and sacudirte and be like, all right, you know, let's get back to it. People like myself, when you are an entrepreneur, when you are your own business, you are the functioning machine, it's hard to unwind a thousand percent because everybody depends on you. You have a whole team of people that they they pay their bills. They maintain their family based off what you do. So it's kind of hard to completely, you know, disconnect when I have a chance, you know, that it doesn't happen a lot. Maybe um, sex. No, that's not true. Because even when I'm having sex, I'll still be like, can you hurry up? I need to make this call. I think.
1: You're still crunching numbers in your yeah, head. Yeah, when I'm having sex, not, I'm, I'm like. A, it
3: must not be good sex No, then. the sex can be great. But then in the middle, I could be like, shit, did I text Arlene? Alex, I have Yo, this thing. Yo, that I have happens, happens ah,
1: so often. Ah, ah,
3: you are not thinking about Arlene and Alex when you're. <laughs> no, no, but It's true. It's true. Even crazy enough, even when you're having sex or even when you're trying to have some moment for yourself that you're trying to relax or or whatever, even for those that like to smoke or for whatever it is, you may want to dance,
1: whatever. Very good. I mean, this is this is very interesting to hear how Amada's day is and how un how unlikely it is for her to unplug and unwind, which is perfectly fine because every person does it. Their way, Amada. I'm just glad yeah. to
4: know that no matter what Amara's doing, even if she's in the bedroom, she's thinking about us. <laughs> she's thinking I'm of us. Work.
1: Yeah, I'm that's, so that's glad. Me, that this me gorgeous <laughs> face is what uh, you see. No,
3: no. Honestly, I mean, your life is different from mine, and mine's is different from yours. But personally, stay motivated, grind. I don't care what anybody says. Don't ever be complacent. You know, because what I, the only thing that keeps you motivated into the next day of you know waking up and living your life is the the just the the. Um, The energy, the ambitions, the grind, the the excitement of another day. So, you know, never become complacent. Always wonder what else you're capable of doing. What else is in you? Um, You know, take your time to rest if you're capable of doing it and, you know, winding down. I still don't know how to do that. But I always say the worst feeling in life is regretting not having done. Don't regret. I should have done this. I had an idea. I didn't do this. Get your ass up and do it. Don't let it be too late. And just because you have the energy today doesn't mean you're going to have it tomorrow. Life is unpredictable. You're here today. We don't know what tomorrow holds. And you might not even be here tomorrow to make those things, those dreams happen. So if you have it, do it today. Don't procrastinate. No, I'm going to do it tomorrow. No, I'm going to email it tomorrow. Do it right now. If there's a call you're meaning to do, do it now. What's the worst that can happen? You're still going to go to sleep at the end of the day. You know, tomorrow's another day, whatever. Just go get it. Go get it. Be fearless. Be fearless and go get it. It's never too late. Don't ever feel it's too late. I'm too old. I'm too fat. I'm too skinny. I'm too wet. I don't got time. Make the time. Make the time because in life, it's all about how bad do you want it. And if you want it bad enough, you're going to figure out a way to make it happen. So that's my takeaway for today. And with that being said... Arlene, Alex, thank you so much for joining me today, for being my support system and always being here con todas mis locuras. I am so grateful for you guys. Thank you so much. Well, I hope that I was able to motivate some of you guys as well and that's why I want to thank you once again for listening to Exactly Amara. And of course, go find me on all my social media platforms at Amara La Negra, A-L-N Amara La Negra, A-L-N and of course on Instagram at Exactly Amara. Make sure to find me on YouTube. Catch my show by searching for My Cultura Podcast and click on exactly month This has been a production of iHeart's Cultura Podcast Network. And for more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite show. It's your girl Maro Negra. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys next week.
0: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select Campus miss events while supplies last, make every tap
1: music to your ears. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call.